Hey, my name is Melissa Bedeen, and I'm obsessed with personal development, body, mind, and soul health, as well as all things business marketing that can help you to navigate all things mystical and messy in this journey called life. See, I am a coffee-addicted mother of two who married my grade 9 boyfriend, and I started my company at the age of 17 with just a $200 Costco massage table and a goal of becoming a healer in mind. Now let's fast track a decade and a half forward as I've pivoted and grown myself from being a brick-and-mortar business as an international healer and psychic medium that loves to use my gifts to help align others on their path. See, I found myself naturally pivoting towards becoming a coach as I've made it my mission to possibly impact the lives of others. But will we shy away from the real chats here? No way. See, I firmly believe that we're all intuitive, but again, the true gift actually comes from listening to this internal knowingness. But since all of our arenas of life may look at a little bit different, I hope to shed some insights on how this can benefit you both personally and professionally. See, I believe we have a mission. No, more of a calling inside of us, but it's up to us whether we choose to use this to benefit not only us, but others as well. As I teach you the tested and true ways to align yourself today, I am inviting you into this time as a friend, having a coffee, chat with the goal of a girl trying to give you some form of mind mapping to skip through the messy and tapping into your own magical. Now I want you to know that you are welcome to the Mom Gun Media, and I'm grateful you're here. Hello, everyone. So it is Melissa Bedeen, and we are here on the Mom Bun Media podcast with Hannah Caps, who is a full-time wife, boy mom, photographer, and a business coach who helps other women build businesses that will increase their impact, influence, and income without sacrificing what matters most. Now, I want to say a special thank you for joining us, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited. I am just, I love it. I love everything that you're doing. (laughs) Oh, thank you. And so we were chatting a little bit before we popped on here and I I like to get a bit of the backstory, but I love for the audience to get to know you more. And so I know that you're a photographer and I know that you're doing business coaching and I would love to know what drew you to becoming an entrepreneur in the first step. And so that's something that our listeners would probably like to hear. Yeah. So I have, I feel like I've always been an entrepreneur, like growing up, um, both my parents have their own business. So it was just something, it was a world that I was immersed in. And if I wanted to pay for really anything, if I wanted to pay for camp and conference, they're like, go figure it out. (laughs) So I was like, okay. And so it really started from an early age. Um, And just the whole the whole thing of looking at people who had their own business and that they could be in control of the direction of it. They, they just had more control over their time and their finances and just the vision of it and not being so stuck in the box of a nine to five and not that there's anything wrong with that. But I know for me, I am definitely an out of the box thinker and I'm someone who has really big dreams. And so I'm like, okay, I cannot not do this. So that's sort of where it started. I love that. And I know you had kind of popped in and you're like, I'm in an anagram three, like yeah. that's <laughs> your backstory. So that touches into it too. I know I was mm-hmm. kind of doing all the different backgrounds and all of us. And I do find that that actually ties into our goals and aspirations in life. And so it's almost like you find your calling when you get to listen to that voice. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, Looking at, you know, all the things that you do, and I say all the things, because instead of being stuck in one thing, you've kind of just let it play out. I would love to know, you know, photography and what that was like from the beginning to where it's gone through now, like all the different things that you found within it that really drew it to be a personal experience for you to bring joy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I have always loved photography. Again, going back to my childhood, my dad had a camera and I got curious. So he said, here you go. And I just kind of went from there and from yearbook staff and this and that and everything. And um, from fast forward a little bit, we, I continued taking pictures. It was just something that was always natural. And that might be part of my Enneagram three as well, wanting to document everything, (laughs) Um, but definitely visually. And we just had our first son at this point. I'm obviously married and had our first son. We went on vacation to the beach and we were trying to figure out what to do with work and everything and um, whether or not I was going to go back to work. And I don't know why, but for some reason I tried to talk him into starting a photography business. And he was like, yeah, but you're the one with the passion. Why don't you do it? And I'm like, oh, you're right. Maybe I should do that. And so I kind of came home and I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, like I'm going to do this and it took off. And so that's really where the love of photography started. Like it was something a passion I always had, but then when I meshed it with people who were willing to pay for it and it was like, oh my goodness, like this isn't just something for fun. Like I could actually, I can make a living at doing this. And so, and it morphed and it, that's a whole nother story of just how it started coming home and I was business or I was a photographer and I was like, Hey, you want your dog taking pictures of, I got you. You want your baby? I got you. You want your wedding? I got you. Um, but then it just, it has slowly morphed into more branding coaching now, um, or branding coaching and business, um, photography, sorry. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride, but photography will always be a part of me because it's just something that I love. I find that that's what people miss if they're not listening to themselves. And the fact that you did listen, it's like a Mm -hmm. high five because so many people miss out on that. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they'll burn out in their career later, but you've allowed it to even grow with you and adapt. And you have to try things in order to see what you like and what you don't like. Like I have a friend who loves newborn photography. Meanwhile, I did the newborn photography with my babies. And I was like, I would never want to do this. Like (laughs) one, you're sweating Two, There's a mess coming out of all ends of babies, which I love my girl but oh my God. And then, you know, just all these different niches that come into it. And so funny thing for me, I started my business 15 years ago and I knew nothing about brand photography, branding photography at all, like at all. No one talked about it. I never saw it marketed and now it's starting to take off. But for those people who don't know what it is, would you mind explaining what branding photography is? Yeah, honestly, it's the same thing as regular photography. It's just geared more towards small businesses or bloggers or influencers or whatever you're doing and just really bringing everything that you're doing to light. So one of the things that I love is small businesses, bloggers, influencers, and just having that one-on-one conversation with them and like, okay, what does your everyday at work look like? Because people are nosy and we want to (laughs) know. And so if you're going to brand your business, people want to know the behind the scenes. So that's kind of more of my take on branding photography and getting your message out there and just really honing into what sets you apart versus somebody else. And let's make that come alive visually. I love that. And the personality shows through those experiences too. 100%, 100%. And I love it because everybody is just so different and you can have the same field 
but one person's take is going to be so different than somebody else's take. And so when you just use like the same stock photography or anything like that, it just, you kind of get lost in the feeds. So. So true. Like I, I have to laugh at that because like I was so bad. My branding in the first 10 years of my business, you know, let's just be honest. It was all Vistaprint. It was like all what they had. And yep. I started as like a registered massage therapist. So I would use their templates. And then I realized every other massage therapist in my town was using the same damn thing. It would be like our font is what made us different and like our color choices or whatever. And now I'm just like, why did I take so long to find the freelancers and the graphic designers and the photographers to really personalize it for me? And so you're a gift for all of us out there that don't know what we're looking for. And to just even ask that question of what does a day in the life look like for you? Like a behind the scenes sneak peek, because that's so true. I've had photographers that are like, Kate, stand like this. And I'm like, this is not what <laughs> that I That awkward like posing. <laughs> what is this? And so like, I, I'm saying this with love and I'm pretty sure this person will never listen to this, but I had a photo session done and I'm just making fun of myself guys, hundred percent. But I said, I want some branding photos for my website because it's getting redone. And they're like, great. And they did a lot of really great shoots. But then there was a couple where you could tell her niche in photography is more boudoir. And she has me doing this, like I'm on a chair with my feet up, pointed over and I'm looking upside down. I'm like, this is not what I do. I don't do this every day. Why? And I'm like, this is, this is too sexy. This is never seeing life ever. And like my husband sees like, I like it. I'm like, well, you can like it, but like no one else can like it. And then there's this other picture where she's like, you know, hug yourself. And so like in mid, like, just imagine I'm like giving myself this awkward hug. I'm like, I call it the imaginary baby. Like, what am I doing? What is this? Why? I love it. Oh my goodness. So most of my branding photos have a coffee cup. Most of them have a laptop and I'm usually laughing or being weird with a mom button because that's literally who I am. And so you can find yourself in personality and that's just what Hannah brought up, but people don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it something that's not you like imaginary baby or upside down boudoir (laughs) on your business page. So learn from me and just laugh about it and move on. So I would love to hear for like branding photography, what is like the coolest locations you've ever shot at? Because there's got to be some pretty options. Well, I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee. So, I mean, there's that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's been a lot of places that I've just shot at. Um, The beach is always my favorite, hands down, because, you know, I'm just, I'm a beach girl. And one day I will own a house at the beach. Um, Just speaking that out there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I can't really think of like one particular place that I'm like this hands down as my favorite. Um, I have loved the journey that it has taken me on when I started five years ago. Did I think that I'd be traveling all over the United States to take pictures? No, I thought I was going to be in my little tiny town and I was just going to be taking these pictures. But I mean, I've been flown all over to to do different conferences and events and just all kinds of things. And it has been, it has lit my fire. I, I just, I love it. I think that's perfect though, because now you're getting acknowledgement for your craft because you are so good at it and the passion shows. So I, I'm somebody who has like a soft spot for photographers because it's an art to me. Like I don't get certain styles of art, but photography, it just, it's so visually peaking and I'm a visual learner. Mm -hmm. And so I love the eye that you bring to it. I've seen some of your photos and they're stunning. You got to check her out guys. But like looking at the opportunities that you've had for traveling and stuff, that's something that people don't understand that they can write into their business. And I love how you manifested 
did the beach home. I'm just throwing a like Hannah episode here. We are doing it. We're manifesting our beach homes because I'm with you. Yes. <laughs> we're in really cold Canada and I was just in Nashville in January and mm-hmm. I was like, See, you guys were saying it was freezing when I was there. And I was like, this is kind of my spring. Like this is, I was wearing flip-flops. And so we need a beach. We need to do it. But like manifesting and utilizing your business to create opportunities and travel around and really bringing your craft to the people is what they're looking for because you're actually making what they don't understand super simple. Like you're, you're giving that opportunity to like break down all those stressor points. And so seeing that you don't have one favorite location, but you live in Nashville, I don't blame you. I'm in a small town. And in that we actually like hijacked a corporate office and we snuck in, like for those people who have to get resourceful, we didn't sneak in, but we kind of snuck in, but they had these really cool like elevators and they had every wall had like a new theme and it would be like, you know, the wood paneling to like the brick to, so then I was like, okay, hey, we just move these chairs over here. And I'm like, we don't own any of this, but we got resourceful. So like, what you do girl. Yeah. And like hotel, lobbies and stuff I've seen mm-hmm. people just randomly walk through I tried to call some hotels and they're like no we don't want you here and I was like so like if I paid you could I use your lobby it's beautiful and they're like no it's for our clients and I'm like if I get a room there and they're like okay well now you're just making this weird we've already <laughs> and so I'm like okay resourcefulness so we used a restaurant and we used this business corporate office and it worked but being in Nashville I actually looked at the tours that you have and you could see things in your communities I'm sure on like the wings that are painted on that brick wall that a lot of like superstars do and they have like the one knee bent and the guitars and I, I'm always like oh there's so much fun that could be had by just taking the eye of a visual person mm-hmm. and just utilizing that craft so that's amazing now seeing that you're pivoting into coaching, I would love to know what brought that on. Like a lot of us have a story of where we noticed something lacking and we had that opportunity. Yeah. So it's, it's funny that you bring that up. So it actually was Nashville. Um, we used to live in Arkansas and that's where my business took off. That's where everything happened. And then we moved for my husband's job to Nashville and I had to start completely over (laughs) and I had this whole strategy on how I was going to do it. And I'm like, well, it worked then I'm going to do it now. And it was a fail. And I'm like, okay, this was not what I planned. I thought I was just going to take off. And so from there, I at this time I had two kids now, not just one. We still had bills. We still had to eat. And I'm like, okay, I don't have a babysitter. We don't have friends here. I'm in a brand new city. Like, what do I do? (laughs) And so it really, I think that's when my number three brain just really kicked in. And I'm like, okay, we still have to eat. We have bills. Like what, what can I do? How can I utilize the resources and being resourceful and looking at the skills that I have acquired over the past however long and how can I fit in need and serve other people right now and so through that and kind of taking a couple steps back which was hard because I'm definitely like let's go 100 miles an hour kind of person um but there is value I think in pausing and taking a step back and reevaluating and within that that's where I was like I have so many different skills that I know I can help other women in a very similar situation, mom at home need to bring in income who maybe just need to look at the glass this direction versus straight on. And so going back to that out of the box thinking in the entrepreneurial spirit, like how could I think outside the box? How could I do that? And how can I bring those tools to help other moms do the same thing? And so through that, that's where, 
my whole business coaching kind of morphed out of and then just networking and that sort of took off. And so I'm like, well, okay, I guess this is now what I'm doing. And so not that I'm not doing photography anymore because they definitely go hand in hand and I still do photography um, because I feel like it's all under the same umbrella. But instead of just staying in this one income stream, let's broaden that and let's figure out some other faucets to turn on to to help bring in that income. Because let's face it, we just went through COVID and my photography faucet got completely turned off because I literally could not go and take pictures of people. So if it wasn't for other faucets that I had turned on, then I don't know exactly where we would be. I think that's so smart to actually, you know, express, especially during the season. And so it reminds me of a book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where he actually talks about diversification. Yeah. And a lot of people, like I read that book in high school and I just remember being like, hot damn, this is not discussed. It needs to be discussed. But a lot of millionaires and a lot of people that have made it, they don't make it from one thing. But a lot of us, we're taught, go to college, find the thing, stick in it. That's it. And I find that so depressing because if you really look at people who have the diversification, I love that you're saying the faucet and just turning it on. It's such a great visual cue for me. But it's a visual person. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm loving it. But like, that's such a visual cue that allows people to understand, like, you can have affiliations, you can do cross promotions, Mm -hmm. you can do, um, like you said, photography to coaching to having online courses for residual income to like, passive income, you could create so many things out there. And like, people overcomplicate it. And I find the superpower that's so needed is the simplification tasks that we can bring specific to our Mm -hmm. niche experience and the value that we bring in our personality. And so when we were chatting, we were talking about, I think we're both like the grammar queens of getting it wrong. And so we just are very formal and upfront about it. And I love that we can like talk about these little fails that we have. Mm -hmm. And so bringing that personality into it too, I'd love to hear from you on like what you think allows that to become kind of a superpower in a fail. In, in, its, in itself. Yeah. Um, it, I will tell you that, especially when it comes to the grammar, this is something I have been bar- embarrassed of for years um, because it's something that does not come natural to me. I'm definitely the visual person. I am not the writer. And it finally got to the point where there was actually some people who reached out and was like, you need to fix this and you need to fix that. And I was all like, oh my goodness. And it, then that's when the imposter syndrome started. And that's when the fear of what other people um, thought and said, and it got to this point where it just paralyzed me. And I was like, hold on. Like, I know I was created on purpose for a purpose to give my gift to other people. And I know so many other people are too. So why are we letting one little fail whatever it is, mine, grammar. (laughs) Um, And why are we letting that stop us from moving forward? And so I think one of the biggest things that I've learned through that is to own it and to embrace it and to make fun of it. And it, I mean, I will tell you, it has been a process to do that, but that has allowed so much more to happen as opposed to just being stopped and quieted from everything. And I feel like so many people can relate to that. And so one of those things, just what do you, what are you failing at? (laughs) What are those mom fails? But then own it. 
because I am sure you are not the only person in this world who has that problem. Isn't that the truth though? And getting into like the topic of imposter syndrome, some people will get into like that fight or flight or just freeze. And that's where I always encourage people to just understand like there's options, there's options everywhere. You can automate, you can delegate and you can eliminate certain things that just don't work well. I am not somebody who wants to have massive videos done and video editing, that's not my thing, but I talk a lot. So a podcast makes sense for me. But I noticed like some people will get hung up on things and I ended up finding an app called Grammarly. I don't know if you use it, but it's a lifesaver. I have not downloaded it yet, but I, it's on I, my list to do. <laughs> highly recommend. I'm going to high five you already. You didn't like it. But the thing is, is I use it and it goes on social media. It edits my documents on my computer and it gives really good grammar for me for that. And if I still don't do it well, I have a copywriter that helps. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what, world, accept it or leave. Like, it's just, that's where I'm at now. And that's the automate, delegate, or eliminate. Mm -hmm. Like, the people who really don't like it, you are free to go wherever you want. Exactly. <laughs> and that's something that I've done is I do have a copywriter who I'll type up all my stuff and then I'll send it over to her. And I'm like, hey, can you, like, look at this? And it has been... I, I didn't realize how much I stressed about it and how much it stopped me until I started delegating and automating different things. So, so smart though for scaling your business too. Oh yeah. If there's something that's holding you back, get rid of it, find some solution mm -hmm. to it. And like we said, automate, delegate or eliminate and find an opportunity in that. And it allows you, like you said, that stress reduction. So you can focus in your creatives on your genius, which is now enhancing mm -hmm. into other things. And now, um, I love that you continuously grow and adapt everything that you're doing. We are people who like to do different give backs and stuff like that too. And I noticed you have a gift for our listeners. And so I would love for you to kind of touch on that because I know I could use it and I'm always open. <laughs> into learning new things. Yes, I, I do. I love giving things away. So what I want to give to your community is my free iPhone photography guide. I am a mom. I am a business owner. And yes, I am a photographer, but that does not mean that I carry my big old camera with me everywhere I go. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, how can I help other moms and business owners in the same situation that I am in that don't have a camera or they don't carry it with them all the time. So taking my professional photography knowledge, putting it to an iPhone, and I'm sure it works for other phones too. I just can't really speak into that because, you know, I have my iPhone, but um, it has, it's a whole guide. It's the whole how-to guide on how to take better pictures like a pro using your iPhone photography. Love it. Thank you yes. for that. Because as a mom, I know my pictures definitely always need a little extra love. There's always a child that's running mm -hmm. around. There's nobody always looking at the camera. So we just go for realism in our photography. <laughs> and that's okay. Like that's part of documenting a legacy because let's face it, we are all leaving a legacy. So what kind of legacy are we leaving? And my heart again is to document it and to do it the best that we can. So Nobody has to always look at the camera. It's a memory that you're capturing. I love that. I know like our Christmas photos, we've just uh, honored that they're always ridiculous. So like it started off with our first Christmas family photo being our daughter sitting on Santa's lap, scream crying. And we're like, tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> and then love it just kind of turned into like a theme. 
And so it's one of those things where you just roll with it and it, mm -hmm. it catches people on that light where it's relatable and you get to laugh later. Like I, I really agree with all of what you're saying. Now, I love to kind of see, you know, a day in your life. What does that look like for people who are understanding, you know, photography and business coaching and building the two? Like, what would that look like for somebody to come in and want your services? Oh boy. So, um, a day in my life is a lot of time blocking. Um, I live by my Google calendar at the moment. And so it's just basically just time blocking different things here and there because we have a lot of things that we need to get done and how do we get them all done? <laughs> um, so there's that as far as how to get my services, everything is on my website. Um, hannahcaps.com and obviously you can follow me on my Instagram where I hang out most of the time at hannahcapsphoto. So yeah, I would love to chat with whoever and um, everything from branding to business to photography, all of the things. I love it. All the things. All the things. So one thing that I like to kind of do in the episodes is go, okay, let's say we're talking to somebody and they're listening right now and they're on day one of creating a business. What piece of advice would you feel is most important for them to hear at this time? I don't know if I can just give you one. Right. Um, <laughs> first thing, don't give up because it is going to be a roller coaster and that is not a bad thing. It's just life. And so I think if anything you can tell from my story to it's okay to pivot and it's okay to adapt. And I like to refer to it as a puzzle. So I feel like throughout our life, we are given different puzzle pieces and we may not see the whole picture of the puzzle, but as time goes on, we get more puzzle pieces and then we start kind of figuring out a little bit more of the the big picture and it all goes together and it can be frustrating but if you want to see that big picture if you want to to see how beautiful and that's where you're going to be impacting lives and that's where you're going to be changing and making that influence in that bigger cause then don't give up be consistent push through because yes it's hard in the moment but it will always be worth it that needs to be said. I'm so grateful because that's a nugget bomb right there where people can just take that and understand mm -hmm. even watching your experiences and how you've grown from finding, you know, you were interested in photography as a child to then trying to get your husband to do it. Then you found it and then you moved to a new location, revamped your business to accommodate and grow as you grew. I think it's so important for people to hear the pivots because it's almost a permission giver for them to understand mm -hmm. that they don't have to be stuck in one thing. I too will raise my hand on pivoting because we all need that opportunity to give ourselves permission to do so, but you're going to change. Your passions will change and you're going to grow. So even when you start imperfectly, just remember our grammar mistakes make us a superpower and just laughing at ourselves and understanding the right people are listening and reading and, and adapting and growing with us and they appreciate it. And you'll have that audience too. So before I let you go, do you have anything you'd like to leave with our listeners? Just thank you so much for listening. I have had a blast. Thank you for inviting me into your community. You are doing incredible things and I can't wait to connect with each of you because I just, I love meeting new friends. <laughs> 
I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for the freebie. I will share the link in the comments of all of our stuff and you can follow her on where she said all the sources and just continue to enjoy it. And I just want to celebrate you, Hannah, and all that you're doing because people need that, you know, shining light and just being able to laugh at ourselves, show up and bring value. And that's the thing that seems to be too complicated for some people to really understand. It's that simple, guys. Show up in lead and be authentic. So high fives, cheers, and have a great day. Bye friends. Hello. Okay. So we vibe with our tribe and I wanted to let you know that I'm over here doing a special shoulder shimmy celebrating you as an action taker. So I hope you know that I am doing a coffee cheers in your honor for joining us here today. And since we are now gal pals, I would love a small favor from you and would love to have you leave us a review. I don't ask for them to be staged. You can be completely honest and I would love to get to hear what you enjoyed, what your favorite takeaway was, and maybe just what you would like to know further more on. Because if I don't know it, I'm very very honest, and I will do my best to bring you some support in there. Thank you again, and have a great day.